two parties, different scenarios, because the boys, you know, if the police would have came, I hope they would have just followed the commands, what have you, who knows. But for this situation, her go-to was help, help. Still holding on to the handlebars and still reaching for this young man's phone. So again, what else could be done differently? Talk about what you got going on, I promise you. Ryan gonna call the police tonight. You gotta talk to me, alright? Can't do it like this. Before you call the police, what else can be done? I'm dead. This is DP. Welcome to Building Bridges with Black Men. We're back with a difficult one, but we're gonna tackle it. Because that's what this is all about. You know, if you heard about in New York, right? This is New York. Yes, sir. New York. That a medical worker, a New York hospital worker, was trying to rent a bike. This is one of those e-bikes. Mm-hmm. And she got into a conflict with the teenage, black teenage boy, which is uh, blown up around the internet. A lot of money's been raised to GoFundMe's. Lawyers have been involved. She's been labeled a Karen. So we're going to try to tackle this. So uh, we're coming out of the Independent as an article from a unique side, which is not just from the lady side, but also from the boy involved and his mother. Yes. Uh, so you want to kick this off on the Independent, try to get at least give people a sense on what this is about and then we'll get deeper into how we think maybe this could have been handled maybe differently or maybe not. It's a difficult one, guys. <laughs> it is. It is. Again, as we say, before you call the police, what else you know, can be done? So what could have been done differently in this situation? So in context, she was getting off work, uh, rented a bike. Appears to be some discrepancy as far as who actually should take ownership of the bike. She had a receipt showing that she paid for the bike. The young man had, was able to say he was docking the bike. It should be his bike again. And, there, and, and that's when it goes viral where she is yelling for help yeah. and she goes to the tears. And so, and the police didn't come at this situation. No. But there were some other, uh, some of her coworkers that came to try to help support her. Right. Um, but in the video, if you've seen the video, you can look it up. It's one, uh, probably everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and um, TikTok. So she's yelling help. She's, she's like, help, help. Right, right. <laughs> you know? And like I said, she didn't start crying or making crying noises. Right. Uh, I don't know if there was any tears there, but that's another, another part of it. Right, right. <laughs> And the 17-year-old young man in question, his friends were present as well. And clearly, clearly there seems to be a discrepancy as far as who should really take ownership of the bike via being checked out. Again, I don't know whether it was docked. And some accounts say she had a receipt showing that she checked out. And I don't know if he docked it back and the bike was, he was trying to keep take ownership of it. Because again, quickly, when you redock, the only reason you continue to redock the bike because the fees continue to can the fees don't the fees continue to go higher the yeah. longer you stay on the bike. Yeah, so I, my understanding is if 
way that this particular uh, company e-bike worked is if you dock, if you check it out, you keep riding it, and you want to, I think, just keep renewing it while you're riding it out, your fee will continue increasing. Got it. So uh, one of the things that Du Bois said, as well as they confirmed it, that he was repeatedly redocking it throughout the day and then rechecking it out so that it would just be the regular fee. Got it. And, Got it. And apparently from his side, that's what he said he was doing. If we look at, I guess, objectively, yeah. maybe what have happened, because I'm not completely a tech world, but I'm a tech enthusiast. Maybe what happened was a glitch or just some timing issue. He maybe docked it to try to re-check uh, it out. At the same time he was doing that, she may have been trying to check it out. And apparently, I guess from one article, her account actually rented it out while he was had his hands on it still. Yeah, yes. So it's like, technically she checked it out because in the system it may have said that, but he was about to recheck it out too. Right, right. But like we're saying, even if she was in the right later on, what maybe could have been done at the time? Right, right. Other than immediately going to help, 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 as if you know her life was in danger. Or right, and, and and again the tears. Yeah. Uh, some folks say it was fake tears. <laughs> One account, some young man said, "I don't see no tears coming down your face." <laughs> so we don't know about that. But again, to put into context, as we talk, she's six months pregnant. Again. Being a father of four, I know what it's like to have a wife who's pregnant, six months, what that, what that, what that's like from her perspective, what she could be feeling. Um, so we don't minimize um, the change in the body, even the motions. And she did tw- a 12-hour shift. Now, that's the part where we struggle with. I struggle with. Yeah. Uh, how could this have been handled differently? Because we all know, again, what if the police would have showed up? Yeah. And that's something, this, could, this is how we can get to the article is because... That's something that his the mother of the teenage boy actually points out. Um, that was her concern, saying uh, she feared for his life, for his safety. Mm-hmm. That if the police had showed up, is her quote, if the police had come and my son was standing there, they are going to shoot him. If he runs, they're going to shoot him. That's the mother yeah. of the teenage boy, uh, black boy that was involved in this. And and that's what we're that's what we're even doing this for is because we don't want situations like this to lead to uh black men, black boys being killed, arrested in in, in, in encounters like this. Right, right. So it yeah, so how do you, again, how do we unpack this? I just I don't I mean I'm we're trying to put ourselves in a situation of a 17-year-old, you know, 17-year-old black boy, we much older than 17. But again, you know, obviously he was probably standing up for himself. Yeah, that's you know, I didn't do anything wrong. Uh, then again, you hear you had this woman. I've had this bike all day. I've had this bike I've all been, day. They, they didn't verify he had been dock, redocking and checking that same bike out right. throughout the day. Right. And did she have to yell for help? I mean, I guess I can't say what you should have done or couldn't have done, but yelling for help. Um, how do you yell for help and still hold on to the bike? You know, because if you read the article and you see the video, she's still holding on to the bike and yelling for help. Yeah, and she's, and she's grabbing his phone. Right. She's, she's grabbing his phone, holding to that bike, 
and saying, help, 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 numerous times. Yeah. So usually when you yell for help, you're, again, I'm always envisioning, if I'm yelling for help, I'm running away from a situation. I'm removing myself from a threat or, or what have you. Um, but could it have been a situation where the same scenario, she pulls out a receipt confirming that, hey, um, I do have ownership of the bike. Here's my receipt to prove it. Um, and the young man could have said, okay. And he gives, he gives ownership of the bike to her. Yeah, I don't think based on the video and, I don't, and based on the article we read, I don't, we never encountered anything about her showing him. Exactly. Like, hey, look, look at my phone. Right. On my app, this bike currently is being ran on my account. Yeah, no questions were asked. Yeah. It was just get off, get off. It's mine. I'm taking this bike. It's, I'm, it's on my, it's mine. It wasn't to try to diffuse it in that way. It mm -hmm. was more just, you're in the wrong, get off me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pregnant. Right. I think she said a statement like, you're endangering my fetus. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It, and then I, the article, you know, articles have talked about a coworker was present. Yeah. So I don't know what, you know, it'd be interesting to see their version of the story, what they saw, the interaction. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we know she was suspended from her from her job. Uh, so, so for whatever reason, I, I, I don't know why, maybe based on the videos, maybe based on, you know, her yelling for help and maybe them looking at it from a standpoint, were you really in danger? Again, I'm not minimizing that. We're not minimizing that at all. Yeah. It's just what could be done differently. Could it have been she just simply says, you know what? The young man would have said, no, I, I'm not, I've been redocking this bike um, along every docking course along the way, because I think he said he had to get back home, which was in yeah. wherever back home was at, I, you know, somewhere, in, maybe he lived in a different part of New York. So could it have been simply like, I'm not going to get off this bike, got to get another one. Um, and maybe I just felt like you being a jerk. Yeah. Or, or, or she could have just or simply said, done. yeah, because he could have said, no, I'm keeping, I'm taking ownership of the bike, I've been redocking it. Uh, like you said earlier, it could have been a glitch in the system. So he says, I'm not, I'm not giving up this bike. I'm keeping it. Okay. Nobody, nobody gets hurt. Feelings are hurt. Yeah. You know? At the most, feelings are hurt. And sometimes I wonder, I don't know, sometimes I wonder, I don't want my feelings to get hurt, so I'm going to take it to whatever degree I need to take it to to sometimes get my point across. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm... Yeah, but it, like, we were, like we were saying, because, you know, the whole reason we're doing this whole podcast is to try to save lives, uh, save bad experiences, negative experiences that um, harm the lives of black mm -hmm. men and boys. And so one thing we can say is, let's say even if she was 100% in the right, and which maybe technically she was if the system said it, um, later on, they found it out. But if she's 100% right, in the right, still, what could have been done yeah. if her life wasn't actually in danger? Yeah. Because um, it seemed like she was pretty, she was pretty, she was, she was holding the bike, she was yeah. grabbing his phone. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, based on it, like I said, we can't say we were in her shoes to know how she was feeling. But based on what we're seeing, they weren't physically trying to harm her. No. Um, it was a just a struggle over the bike. Um, so if she wasn't the right, what 
could have been not should she have been yelling for help like that right right immediately and without even having a conversation yeah with that. the boys to say to try to resolve this mm-hmm. misunderstanding about the bike because like the mother was saying for for her maybe saying yelling for help is her way of solving her problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but for us being black men and even for the mother being a mother of a black boy for for her calling for help is a life threatening thing yes yes um his life could have was potentially was in danger mm-hmm. now at mm-hmm. the time uh only co-workers came to help her but what if uh, two police ran up and then a cop car and then the motorcycles right. and then the, the mm-hmm. bike uh, the segway cops come and yeah now it's 10 police putting them to the ground yeah and not only putting just this young, just young seventeen-year-old on the ground, but his four friends who are standing yeah. around. Who Cause did not, cause, yeah, it's yeah. a gang. Yeah, everybody's it's going. It's a gang of thugs. Yeah, every, everybody's going down to the ground. You know, it's it's yeah, it's interesting. Like we get the speech growing up. We get the speech going out the door. Yeah. Keep your hand at ten and two, mm-hmm. straight ahead. Don't reach for anything. We get that speech. I'm wondering. Did she get the speech, or has been told in her circle, what have you? Oh. Just yell, help, 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 help. Oh, okay. So we each getting lessons to get what we want for safety. Yeah. If that makes any sense, we're trying to stay safe when we encounter the police by doing what our parents have told us to do. They're trying to be safe by either their circles of friends saying, "Well, just yell for help." Yeah, when you feel endangered, yeah, just you feel endangered, just yeah. yell for help. Yeah. So you have two. Two parties, different scenarios, because the boys, you know, if the police would have came, I hope they would have just followed the commands, what have you, who knows. But for this situation, her go-to was help, help. Still holding on to the handlebars and still reaching for this young man's phone. So, again, what else could be done differently? But that is good. I mean, you're saying, because, I mean, even part of our title is building bridges. Building bridges, yeah. that, That maybe her circle told her, if you feel like we tell our kids, you know, stranger danger, right? That's right. So it was her, her, her circle, I said, you as a woman feeling danger, yell for help. Mm-hmm. We're giving the other talk about how to stay safe and not be uh, harmed by authorities. Yeah. Um, misunderstood by authorities, which can lead to harm. That's two different views on what to do in that situation. Right. Because mm-hmm. like, like you said, this situation may be, the boy didn't want to hurt her. Right. And... I'm sure earlier that day, if she's a nurse, she's in the profession of helping. Right, right. So maybe she didn't want to hurt him, per mm-hmm. se. She, she maybe didn't say, I want somebody to come and kill him. Right, right. But the two sides are meeting, and they're not building that bridge together to right. say, right. okay, I know you feel like you need to get this resolved by saying help, but then are she saying, maybe I shouldn't, because right. I know your life might be in danger. Mm-hmm. So let's come together and see how to solve this problem. Right. Without me, me, you being hurt, or me being called a Karen. Right, right. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And you know, again, having been seventeen year old now, at the ages that we are, we could have handled that situation totally different. Mm. I believe. I believe at our ages we would have. Yeah, yeah. If it happened to us today, we're gonna. Yeah, we will handle the situation totally different. Yeah. Um. So, but again, the expectation you think maybe. With age comes wisdom, regardless of, for me, I'm thinking regardless of gender, yeah. uh, 
and it should be, you would think regardless of uh, skin color as well. Yeah. If you're an older white woman, you encounter 16 to 17 year old group of kids, 7.24 in the evening, um, you can see in the video, see people walking by, so it's not pitch black, it's not midnight. Yeah. How do we resolve this differently? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, there's no referee walking by, but how do we just handle the situation differently? Um, but like I said, before you call the police, <laughs> what else could be done? Yeah, even, I mean, like I said, even, if, even if it's like two seconds. Two seconds. Can something be done in those two seconds before we call the police? Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, if we find out it can't be, then okay, that's fine. Get the police involved. Right. But can there be something done before that? Because um, they have the authority to, to use lethal weapons. Right. And we, and again, we know no one, we're not naive. No one who listens to this podcast is naive to think that we do not know the outcome when it comes to black boys or black men's encounter with police officers. We, we're not, we, we know the outcome of that. It's not, it's not favorable. Um, so we don't even get to that point. Yeah. We don't even want them to have to show up. Um, and sometimes you, you, sometimes we just don't have the answer. Sometimes you just, you just, you just go, I don't know. I don't know how to handle the situation. Yeah. It, it's interesting to get some feedback from the listening audience, like how you would handle it, what you think. Again, we're not looking for you who's right or wrong. Just think, wondering, how would you have handled the situation um, from both sides? You know, from both sides. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is this is not a easy cut and dry. Like, I mean, but so is she wrong? Is he wrong? You know, it's it's hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, but like I said, our our thing ain't about trying to figure out who, who's right and wrong in the situation about a bike. Right. It's about those young boys' lives we're concerned about. Right. And what can be done to prevent them from having to uh, face law enforcement immediately. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. If, if let's, I'm just thinking, again, what, what if he says, hey, take, you can have ownership of the bike. The other, the other three, I think it was four of them total, him plus the other three, four total, they all dock their bikes and take the subway and go back home. Yeah, you know, yeah. or she said, you know what, forget it, screw you guys or whatever. I'm just gonna take a cab and go home. Yeah. I, I mean, we the, the end goal is to get home. <laughs> the, yeah. the end goal is get to home get safe. home safely. <laughs> and sometimes I'm gonna have to spend some extra dollars to maybe take a cab where I may want to ride this bike home. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this could have been resolved differently. Um, then the way it's turned out, her being labeled a Karen and, you know, this, this young man's mom saying that he's even facing consequences and threats. Like, nobody wants oh, that. Oh, wow. I just want to be 17. Yeah. And she got a GoFundMe account of over 100 grand. Man. I mean, so it, it, sometimes, sometimes GoFundMe accounts shows you where the line is sometimes drawn in the sand. Mm. Think about it just for a moment. Like, regardless of what you may feel, whether she's right, wrong, or indifferent, Somebody's already garnered over $100,000 for her to prepare for if this goes to court for legal fees. Hmm. So. Well, before you call the police. What else can be done? What else can be done? Uh, yeah. In this situation, we don't clearly know. <laughs> yeah, we really don't know. This one's a difficult one. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it won't be the last. It won't be the last story like this, I hope. 
if I had to choose an outcome, if it always ends like this, I'll take this versus um, another situation like this where, you know, uh, a young black young black man, like boy, shot and killed or arrested. Yeah. Talk about me, not going on. I promise you. Well, I ain't gonna call the police tonight. You gotta talk to me, alright? Before you call the police, what else can he do? Can't do it like this. Let's just talk, bro. Okay, Daddy, you're a shopping. Daddy, just make some dinner.